Hello everyone and welcome to episode 15 of Katie's Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Otis. Hey, how's it going? And today we watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the classic 1964 television special. Now this movie is only 47 minutes long, not even a whole hour, but it has definitely charmed the hearts of millions in its almost 60 year stint as a holiday classic. This movie tells the story of Rudolph basically following the words of the song of the same name that came out in 1939. So, Rudolph is a reindeer. Nobody lets him play the reindeer games. Basically, everyone shits on him. Because he's a freak. Yeah, because his nose glows. Everyone treats him like <laughs> shit. And he runs away with a misfit elf who none of the elves like because he doesn't like to make toys. He wants to be a dentist. He's a freak. <laughs> so, Rudolph and Hermie leave the North Pole and they're just like fuck all these people I'm out I don't want to be a bother to anyone anymore so we're gonna run away and when they are on their journey they meet some friends they meet Yukon Cornelius who is searching for gold and silver with his pickaxe <laughs> all over I don't know Alaska is that what I'm assuming there because yeah. they, they keep saying Yukon so I'm gonna assume yeah, he's, he's in Alaska on an expedition just all around there uh, and then they also go to the Island of Misfit Toys where they make a bunch of friends in the toys that don't really have a home because they're just a little bit off. They're freaks. <laughs> yes, this story basically centers around people being freaks. So they realize <laughs> eventually Rudolph runs away even from his friends, Hermes and Yukon Cornelius, and grows up a lot and realizes that it's time to go home and basically face the music and tell everyone it doesn't matter that I'm different. I'm still a reindeer. Like, you guys need to accept me. So he gets home and he finds out that his mom and his dad and his would-be girlfriend, Clarice, are all out looking for him because he ran away hella long ago. And he goes out to find them. And he ends up in the Bumble Cave. Yeah. Also known as the Abominable Snowman. He's a freak. <laughs> and they're about to get eaten so rudolph is like nah fuck that and he tries to kill <laughs> he tries to kill the bumble with his antlers he hit him in the gooch like two times he did good. he did that like japanese thing that they do on naruto all the time where oh it's like, you poke him right in the butthole you poke and him in the bumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he totally did that and the bumble gets knocked down but gets right back up again is like nah fuck you and he like hits Rudolph and Rudolph is like dying and then Hermes and Yukon Cornelius show up and they distract him with a pig call and they <laughs> smash they smash a rock on his head and knock the bumble out and then Hermes proceeds to be a badass dentist also horrifying and take out all of the bumble's teeth in like 20 seconds yeah. which is horrific like that's straight up torture and the bumble comes back in and can't do anything he tries to keep fighting and yukon cornelius basically sacrifices himself and tackles that bumble all the way off of a cliff kind of unneeded unnecessary yeah <laughs> tackles that bumble off a cliff and all the reindeer and hermy go back to the north pole to santa's workshop to do whatever they're all sad that cornelius sacrificed himself and then there's a knock on the door, Cornelius shows up, he has the bumble with him, and he says he reformed the bumble, and now the bumble's gonna work in the workshop doing all the things that a tall character would do, basically. Yeah. He puts the star on the tree all by himself because he's a giant, and basically he's Buddy the Elf, essentially. He's like the, doing the things that only a giant elf would be able to do. 
Then Santa, it's Christmas Eve, Santa gets news reports about this insane storm that we've known about from the beginning of the movie and is super down on himself because he doesn't think that he's going to be able to do his trip around the world because of the storm. And then he realizes that Rudolph is the way to fix this. So he asks Rudolph to guide his sleigh because his nose will cut through the storm. And Rudolph, being the bigger of everyone on the fucking North Pole, is like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. I'll save Christmas. And he does. They go to the island of Misfit Toys first. They grab all the shitty toys that are like jank and broken. (laughs) (laughs) Or just off-named. What is that? Charles in the Box? Yeah, Charlie, Charlie in the Box. Charlie in the box. Yeah, he's not a, a Jack, so not that's a Jack why he's in the there. Box, a Charlie in the Box. <laughs> yeah, so they grab all the Misfit toys and they put them in the sleigh, and then they go on their merry way and they save Christmas. Basically, they go around the world and they deliver all the toys, including the Misfit toys, to kids who want them. And that's basically this story: treat someone like shit because they're different, and then that person who's different will be bigger than everyone and come back and be like, "No, nah, it's okay that you guys fucked me over. Like, it's fine. I don't mind." <laughs> So this film, again, in 1964, it took 18 months to film. Yeah, because then it just like the stop motion, like clay stuff. Yeah, it's stop motion. Uh, It was filmed in Japan. All the animation was done in Japan, which is not really shocking. Really? Yeah. Just like uh, Milo and Otis. That's in Japan. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the animation was done in Japan. The soundtracks, music, and the songs were all done in Canada. So none of this is done in the United States, even though it was premiered as a United States TV special. My musicians are in Canada. (laughs) Um, The puppets for this film are quite small, even though they seem very big. The Santa puppet is eight inches tall. Jeez. When they made it. Tell him, Bella. He's eight inches tall. And then the young Rudolph is four inches tall, so half the size of Santa. And then later when he is bigger towards the end of the movie, he's a little bit bigger. And, of course, his antlers also add height to his normal size. Man, I thought everything was, like, a lot bigger to work with. Yeah, you would think, right? I would make something huge so that it'd be really easy to work with. But, no, they chose small, like, little figurines. It's probably a lot easier with, like, the backgrounds and stuff that they did. Yeah, because then Mm -hmm. they don't have to make the backgrounds huge. Yeah. Um, The characters are made from wood, wire, and fabric, and are very, very fragile. They made several copies of each puppet because with all the movement of the arms and the legs and the mouths and stuff, each puppet didn't really last that long, so they had to make a bunch of copies of each one so that they would last, they would have enough to last through the whole filming. And the light that's in Rudolph's nose actually lit up on each one of the puppets. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it wasn't done in post, it was done... While they were filming it, they had a little, like, button remote thing that was lighting up the LED that was in his uh, nose. Like we said on the Elf podcast, the copyright for this film was super fucked up. So when they wrote the title screen that has the copyright year on it, they wrote MCLXIV, which is the year 1164, instead of MCMLXIV, which would be 1964. Because they wrote the copyright for 1164, they made everything public domain, basically, for this. So that's why Elf basically took all of the costumes and even some of a little sample of the music. Yeah, at the end, I remember hearing that, and I looked over at you, and then you started humming, like, the, the bum, Elf bum, theme. Bum, 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can honestly see, like, the music director, like, sitting there, he's like, dang, I like that. And then he sat down and worked it out. He's like, yep. Yep, I'm taking <laughs> that. About his day. 
Yeah, so I guess the songs for this movie and the storyline are both individually copywritten. So you can't steal the actual sung songs and the individual story of this movie. But everything else is basically, you could do whatever you want with it. Oh, cool. So that's why Elf got to take the costumes, some of the music, even the snowman. Leon the snowman from Elf is basically almost exactly Sam the snowman from this movie. Like I said before, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was an old concept. The song... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was written in 1939 and became popular by Gene Autry in 1947. Hmm. It was originally written for a commercial for Montgomery Ward's department store. And the character... Really? Yeah, and the character of Rudolph was created as an ad campaign for Montgomery Ward's. It was, you know, trying to get kids... Or not kids. Trying to get people into the store to buy Christmas stuff. Wow. So they had, like, stuffed animals for... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Not that looked like this one, but just... I they looked ugly. Oh, I'm sure. But just a (laughs) regular reindeer with a red nose was part of the ad campaign. Uh, Sam the Snowman is made to resemble Burl Ives in this movie. His big mustache is signature of Burl Ives, and he did do the voice for Sam the Snowman. The voice actors for Rudolph and Hermie... Uh later in life, ended up living in the same retirement community (laughs) together. So they were, you know, best friends for life, I guess, all the way to the end. Right? (laughs) They died the same minute. Right. Uh, In the original version of this film, the 1964 version, they promised to help the misfit toys, but never went back to help them. The producers were inundated with letters from kids complaining about them never going back to help the misfit toys. And they produced a new scene where Santa, led by Rudolph, goes to the island and picks up the toys and finds homes for them. Now, we saw the version that had them going back for the homes because we watched a DVD version, which has been redone a million times. So we saw all the scenes that had previously been cut or had been taken out at some point and put back in. So, yeah, they fixed that misfit toys scene and added it on to the end after... Basically, all the kids were like, what the fuck? That's that's pretty cool and weird that they would have, like, maybe it was just kind of an oversight situation. Like, oh, they said they'll help. And then the kids are like, well, why didn't you show it? And they're like, oh. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, crap. It's like Elf in the the puppy, the book that doesn't have the last two pages. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. like, <laughs> like, how come there's no ending? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Uh, in 1979, the song We Are Santa's Elves which is a song where that the elf choir like learns and sings for Santa that Santa legitimately cannot stand. That song was removed from the broadcast of the show and was just taken out and no one knows why. And then in 1989, 10 years later, they put it back in. They just like cut it out and they were like, I I don't know. Maybe it was a time situation. Maybe. Well, it's only 47 minutes. Well, like I always say, like these Christmas ones, the classic ones... They're like 30, 35, and they're like, let's get our shit in and get out. So maybe they thought it was a little too long. Well, maybe. Because with commercials, it'd be like. Well, yeah, but 47 minutes is around the right time for like an hour-long TV special. True. And in the 70s, commercials weren't what they are now. Like, I can't imagine commercial breaks being four minutes long like they are now. Yeah. Well, because when he talks about the Bumble, what, the first time, and like Sam is scared, the music was like. A commercial's coming. Oh, yeah. 
like music yeah, you situation. Can tell. You yeah. can tell that the com- that there's about to be a commercial right and there. And I was like, dang, that was like the only like moment where there was it felt like there was a commercial happening. They probably added spots. They were like, okay, freeze it right here. But that was the only moment I think in this movie that okay, a commercial is actually about to happen. But yeah, I can't remember commercials when I was young. Yeah. I mean, I remember some commercials, but But just like the time of them, like the length and how much time I had to go do stuff. I can't even remember how long commercials were. Long enough to run and go pee and come back. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Man. You didn't have time to do shit. Now I can get up, I can make myself a lunch, and I can come back and still not be not miss anything because commercials are so long. Uh, yeah. I can like cook a whole packet of top ramen in the time it takes for commercials <laughs> to be done. Yep, flip that bad boy to nine. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yes, all the way on high. Top ramen be done before the, we come back from commercials. Get that shit done in a minute if you really try. That, that's why we stream everything without commercials. Yeah, I feel weird now seeing commercials. Yeah, I can't watch regular TV at people's houses. I, I just don't. I'm not I, as bad as, like, uh, some of our friends. Like, it's like a commercial comes on. It's like someone said, I'm going to eat your child. They're like, what's happening? But it's it's it feels no. weird sometimes when commercials. I pop hate up. commercials. I don't even like commercials in YouTube videos or anything like that. The second that like skip ad button hits, nah. I hate fuck the this. ones that I don't want to see this. I don't care about this. I hate the seven second ones. They're like, no, nah, you watching this, chief? I'm like, fuck, man. Like, <laughs> oh, Facebook has like 15 second ads that you oh, can't I skip. Hate that. That you cannot skip. And they I set just them. stop. I just stop watching the video. Yeah, they if, set them at good spots. Like a dude's doing a backflip, he's gonna fall on his head and die. And I'm like, I just want to see the fall. And it freezes right before. I'm like, man, I'm I'm almost done with this. Yeah, if someone puts in a 15 second commercial and it's not at one of those points where I really want to see what happens next, they're just like talking or whatever. I just like give up on the video. I yeah. skip to the next video or go on with my day. Like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> Commercials are trash. Unless you want to put commercials in our podcast and then we're down to put your yeah, commercials, commercials in our awesome. podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Advertisers, we'll take you if you will have us. Okay. What up, Bella? Hi, Bella. In 2004, Destiny's Child recorded a version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for okay. a reissue of their 2001 Christmas album. The video was done completely in stop motion and had footage from the special mixed in with brand new footage huh. in stop motion, which included the girls interacting with the characters from the movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're going to have to find that video like, yeah. immediately, right after we finish this. <laughs> I, rem- I remember hearing that version, but I don't. I didn't remember, I didn't know that there was a video attached to it. Yeah, me neither. I remember, he- I remember hearing it because I definitely listened to that version oh, of I've the, heard it in that stores. album. When I worked at fucking what uh macy's i know i heard that version oh yeah, yeah i'm sure 100 <laughs> percent. i'm sure i've heard it out shopping before but yeah we're gonna have to find that video okay so who was your favorite character in this film see it's tough um kid me i was all about yukon cornelius he was the best uh he had sled He's dogs silly. that were like tiny just like misfit dogs like not even fit to do it and then you know, when he's like, come on, mush. And the dog's like, nah. He's like, do it like this. And they hop on because apparently they bamboozle him all the time. And so he's the sled dog for the dogs. And I just love that he is looking for gold and silver and chunks his pickaxe in the air. And he it lands. He eats it, tastes it real quick. He's like, damn. And just runs off. I think that's the coolest thing ever. He He's hilarious. Watching it now, he's still hilarious. Um, I have a, a new respect for Rudolph and Hermie 
watching it now because I was like, damn. But yeah, like just the moral of, yeah, you're weird and you need to be like us and, and you're different. And we don't like it. it. One of us. Yeah. One of it, us. It's the damnedest thing. Like, it's like, well, we all do this job. And it's like, well, I don't want to. It's like, what you're, what you're supposed to. And he's like, but I just want to be a dentist. He's like, no. No, fuck you. You have to make toys. He's like, you're but bullshit. I, but I don't want to. And then just Rudolph, like, he's born. His nose glows. He's like, nope, covering that up. <laughs> he's like, yeah, fuck this. Chuck out the whole baby. Damn. Yeah, you're not getting a good job with that nose. And then Santa walks in. He's like, well, that's weird as hell. You better get that wrapped right? up. Right, Santa was a straight dick in this. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's different and weird. You better fix that shit. <laughs> if you want your kid to be on the sled team and he's right? like oh, I will Santa don't worry it's a birth deformity like get over it yeah, damn later on his nose falls off and Santa's like well, I'm disappointed in you that you couldn't fix this deformity it's like right? you be mad at him it's a physical deformity from birth you can't that's not something you can fix yeah it's weird but you can tell this is a kind of I mean, it still kind of happens now. Kind of. It happens now. Oh, it now. happens now for sure. But that's 100% an old school like ideal of like, oh, you're a little different. You need to hide that shit. Yeah. Like, no. Like, the world will not Push accept you. Push it deep you. down. Push it deep, deep down. Yeah, no the world's one, not no going to accept you because you're different. No Get one that wants shit to see that different shit. Yeah, but uh, no, just about everybody in the story, the good guys, um, I enjoyed them. But I'm still going to stay with UConn. He's like my favorite character. My favorite character is Clarice, because she loves Rudolph no matter what. She doesn't give a fuck that his nose is different. She sees him for who he is, which is just a nice guy. Yeah. And she's the only one. Literally, his parents, Santa, every other reindeer in the fucking place, they're all shitty to him. And Clarice is just like, no, you're cute. I don't care. You're nice to me. <laughs> she said I'm cute. Yeah. <laughs> I just blew off. Yeah, she, oh, did, she didn't care. She loved him no matter what, and that's the way you're supposed to be. Clarice is basically the example of what you're supposed to be. Yeah, so who is your least favorite character in this film? Oh, this is tough. Um, Well, Santa gets better. Everybody gets... Ish. Yeah, hey, man. He's like, oh, shit, this ain't gonna work out. Hey, freak, you wanna help me <laughs> real quick? Um, But no, he apologized. He's like, well, I'm, I was kind of an asshole before. Um, but least favorite character, um, shit, I'll, I'll probably go with the, uh, the head elf. I don't, oh, I don't yeah, that guy's he, a dick. I don't think he had a name. No, he didn't have a name. Yeah, everybody gets better because, you know, it's a kid's story. They're, no one's just gonna be like, I'm still an asshole. Yeah. But, uh, probably the head elf. He reminded me of Bernard from the Santa Claus a yeah. lot like he was super grumpy like we got shit to do like y'all need to hurry the fuck up that, that's well that's what happens when you're the head of like a company you have to be an asshole to get stuff moving you're like yeah yeah cool cool, cool. you want to be a dentist yeah, keep making that shit i don't care right we got a deadline <laughs> yeah. hurry up yeah that's always the thing but I, i'd go with him he's probably my least favorite i think my character. least favorite is donner the dad because he is a straight up bitch yeah. Like the mom, like right out the gate. The kid is born. He lifts his head up for the very first time, like straight out the womb. And Donner sees that his nose glows and just immediately is like, what the fuck? No, not my kid. How dare you? You better cover that shit up. Like, what a dick, dude. Your brand new baby infant reindeer just wants to say hello to you, just wants some fucking love and nurturing, and you're like, nah, fuck this. You're weird, and I don't want anything to do with you. But hey, at least he... The mom was trying to, like, bring him back down, like, but this is our son, it's fine, it's fine, you don't have... What are you talking about covering it up? And he was still just like, no. 
reindeer can't have that. Well, at, least, at least he had like a face turn pretty quick. Like when Rudolph ran away, he's like, well, shit, I got to find my kid. You know, even though he's weird and stuff like, you know, I still love him. At least he loved him. Yeah, I guess. He went out to the wilderness. Still a bitch. He was a bitch the entire movie. <laughs> All right. Well, he lost his job, so. He did. He was he not. Well, he was gone for however many months. Yeah, so. he, he wasn't ready to fly anyway, so. Yeah. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Ah, that's tough. Um, just about any scene with the Bumble made me smile. Uh, as a kid, Bumble is my boy. He's up there. He's like a close, very close second to like my favorite character. Because he was just, you know, just evil and just towering over everything. And his googly eyes, anytime he got hit and fell, his eyes would just like Yeah, spin. like one eye would go left and yeah. the other eye would go right. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. I still enjoyed the scenes with the Bumble now. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Bumble. Everything else made me smile. Like the, she said I was cute scene was really nice. I forgot that happened. Because yeah. I knew he flew, but I couldn't remember why he flew. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay with Bumble. All the Bumble situations, because they were great. And he sure did pick up a giant, like, what, stalactite or stalagmite? I can't remember which one's on the ground. He picked up one of those big-ass rocks. He cracked Rudolph right in the head. And yeah. Rudolph was like, yeah, I'm out. The Bumble, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fucked Rudolph up. Yeah. And then he just put them together. He's like, Clarice was like, why didn't he just finish it? And I'm like, he's messing with y'all. He's like, I'm going to eat this shit out of y'all. Yeah. So my favorite scene is probably the scene where Rudolph flies for the first time. They're doing the reindeer games and basically being coached in how to do the different stuff that the reindeer do. And Clarice tells Rudolph that he's cute and he basically just gets the butterflies in his stomach and says, she thinks I'm cute and just fucking like flies into the sky and it's, <laughs> it's adorable. That's probably my favorite scene. What about the music of the movie? What did you think about it? Uh, solid. Um... A lot of these songs I think about, like, when Christmas time hits, like, uh, Silver and Gold. I always think about that a lot. Yeah, the music's good. Um, it was cool to have a movie based on a song. And yeah. It followed all the steps. You know, it didn't say anything about a bumble in it, but, or a dentist. <laughs> but, um, pretty good music. Probably my favorite song. Kid Me really liked the, uh, the Nitwit song. Like, all, the song that they always sing is like, why am I such a nit? Wit. Oh, yeah. Misfits. Misfit. They say nitwit second Do time. they? I thought yeah. it was just misfits. Something, something, misfit. Something, something, nitwit. Oh, okay. Did you I like it because even, it just said nitwit? Yeah. I don't even <laughs> give a shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll burn down my house. <laughs> and then now me yeah the misfit song yeah i really like the music in this song it, it's like half traditional christmas sounds and the other half is songs made just for this movie and it actually made me sad watching it now knowing that like half of the songs in this movie are not christmas classics like they don't get played on the radio like yeah. that misfit song is fucking fire and that uh santa's elves song the We Are Santa's Elves, that shit was also fire. And I don't know why both of those songs do not get played at uh, Christmas time on radio. I can tell you radio. why. Because they have to make space for Baby It's Cold Outside. To play fucking every ten minutes? Yeah, that's why. Uh, oh, yeah, and All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, you can't, you cannot have Christmas. Mariah Carey's unless so rich Unless you hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You every 15 minutes. You know there's two versions of that song? I, yes, I know. The normal and the extra festive version? I didn't yes. know there was an extra festive one, but it's like somebody on the mic extra hard just jingling like sleigh bells. At the and very that's beginning. the difference of the song. Well, it's, I think it, it starts, it starts differently. 
Because the original version starts, it's just her all by herself. Oh, yeah. And Singing she's saying, like, yeah. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Really slowly. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> and then the jingle bells start. But the fucking extra festive jingle version starts stri- like straight away with jingle bells. And is just like, it's fast the whole time like instead of having that slow bell. intro. He's all up on the mic with the sleigh. Just, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, sweet Jesus, there is two versions of that song. Yeah. But yeah, it's a mess. Not that it matters. You hear it every fucking 15 minutes, so. Yeah. It plays at work. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, I just ignore it. Okay, what about the Christmas feels? It's weird. Like, this is a super Christmas-themed story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're in the They're North in Santa's Pole. workshop. Yeah. It's but the it's reindeer. really not that Christmassy. At the end, he's like, hey, can you help me, like, make sure Christmas happens? He's like, yeah. But everything else is like, you know, I'm on a journey of, like, self-discovery. and like... Yeah, it's more a morality story, yeah. honestly, than a Christmas story. Like, don't treat people who are different than you like shit. Yeah, the, the world end. is full of freaks and misfits, and they all have a, a place have in, the own place in the world. They all have their own place in the world. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, watching yeah. it now, like, as a kid, I could tell you, I'm like, yeah, that's a Christmas story. Like... He saves Christmas. But I was like, now I'm like, fuck, man. It's like, people are treated shittily. Even at the North Pole, like, where it should be the happiest place ever. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like super snowy Disneyland, but no, it's full of, like, tears and... It's full of a bunch of assholes. The elves are assholes. The reindeer are assholes. Even Santa's kind of a dick. Like, He just seems unhappy the whole time. The Aslan character's kind of a dick. The, like, ruler of the Island of Misfit Toys wouldn't want to, didn't want to let them stay there. It was just like... Come the fuck on. Hey, like, man, if he lets one pe- person stay and he's got to let other people stay, it's just a situation. Just like, nah, man, just toys. It's easier. Just keep them all out. Just... I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a mess. But yeah, there isn't any moment that's like heartwarming because it's very much like, oh, I'm a bitch. I'm going to treat you like shit. I'm going to treat you like shit. I'm going to treat you like shit. Oh, damn. I need you. Guess I'll be nice to you now. Yeah. Like, that's basically what it is the yeah. entire fucking story. Your so. freaky deformity, like, will save the day. Yeah, so I guess we'll use it. <laughs> Sorry for That's being fine. a jerk. <laughs> Don't touch me, but help me. <laughs> yeah. What about memories with this film? Oh, man. Uh, anytime with the Bumble. When I see people put up, like, decorations of the Bumble on their house, or he's just, like, coming around a corner with his goofy, googly eyes. Like, I love that. Bumble is my boy. I'm going to get you a Bumble Build-A-Bear next time they have one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, that's one of the big memories I remember. Anything with Yukon, uh, especially the pickaxe. I remember that anytime. Uh, who was talking about Yukon recently? I think at the bar, uh, probably Bobby. Bobby brought up Yukon. He said, that's my favorite character. I was like, holy shit, it's my favorite character. <laughs> and then he was talking about the pickaxe, but, um. When he started licking that pickaxe the first time, all I could think of was fucking JoJo's, where he's like <laughs> twirling that cherry around in his mouth and making that. Awful That's all I can think of. Hey, Jojo, you going to finish that cherry? Let me have it. <laughs> For those of you who don't watch anime, we're talking about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep. And it is a mess of an oh anime. Like, gosh. there's so much weird shit that happens in it. It's the best. Oh, but, Lordy. yeah, there's a scene where he, one of the characters takes a cherry, like, off the top of a ice cream or something. Yeah. And sticks it in his mouth and then just, like, twirls his tongue around, like, flutter tongues it, and just makes this awful sound. (laughs) 
it, in, in, in the Japanese version, it's like, la, 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 la. he makes a sound, but in America, he says lick really fast. He's like, yeah. lick, 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 lick. Lick, 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 lick. Yeah, it's fucking weird as shit. But every time Yukon Cornelius would take his tongue out and like lick the end of his pickaxe, that's what I was fucking picturing in my head. Was... I, I should Photoshop Yukon's face on uh, I can't remember his name on his body and then just put a tiny little pickaxe where the cherry is. That'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, shit's a mess. Have Rudolph's face is uh, JoJo. Yeah, so I don't have any, uh, like, solid memories attached to this film. I watched it all the time as a kid. Every Christmas, this was, oh, like, yeah. a staple. Oh, 100%. So that's pretty much all I've got. I remember being in love with, like, Rudolph was my favorite reindeer. Like, most kids, probably, Rudolph was their favorite reindeer. And well, those it, don't do anything cool. Well, yeah. It probably has a lot to do with this film, because this was such a staple in yeah. my childhood. I remember having, like, the... Reindeer that people put on top of their houses, the like plastic ones that light yeah. up. We had all of those. And I remember they didn't have a Rudolph one when I was a kid. They just had like the regular reindeer that you could buy. And my grandpa like bought an extra reindeer. So we had nine reindeer because I was so upset that there wasn't a Rudolph. <laughs> so him and my dad like cut a hole in the ninth reindeer that they bought and then shoved a red Christmas light inside Awesome. And made it work. So we had a Rudolph one. I'm sure now there's actually Rudolph oh, for sure. versions. But in the early 90s, there was not. So we had to make our own. So we had all nine of the reindeer up on the rooftop. Because I was complaining that there wasn't Rudolph, who was my favorite. So, <laughs> so what about your seven word synopsis? Oh, crap. I didn't even think about that. Uh, weird freak saves the day. Fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got... Everyone's a bitch. Rudolph takes high road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, 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 why is everybody hating on my boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clarice is the true meaning of Christmas. Right? <laughs> just acceptance. Like, hey, right? that's weird, but hey, let me like work it out. Like, right? God, everyone's just such instantly dicks. be just like, holy shit, that's weird. And, and that's understandable. You know, you're a little kid and something starts glowing. You're like, that's different. But like they were like, nope, get out of here, like, go away. I'm, I'm like, very curious what our parents thought of this film, because like we're about our parents' age now. Yeah. The when we were watching this for the first time when we were little kids, and a lot of our friends have little kids who are probably watching this for the first time. Like, did our parents have the same thoughts that we had? Like, damn, this is some outcasty bullshit. Probably not. I know my mom was probably like, oh, that's sad. They, you know, treating him different because he's, you know, different. He's different. But then at the end, she's like, well, I mean, he he showed him that, you know, that he has a strength. But she probably yeah. wasn't like us. Like, damn, this is, this is fucked up. Yeah. She probably wasn't thinking Societal that norms have changed quite a bit Hell since yeah. we were kids. And now we all think very differently of this film. So. Oh, uh, like when uh, you made a sound when his, when his dad is Donner. Yeah. When Donner was like, stay here. This is men's work. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> they, that was like a couple of times they made like allusions to like things being the work of a man and oh the, well, after the, the woman... bumble fell they're like yeah we they they brought the women back to the yeah they brought the women back to the fucking village fuck that <laughs> first off women reindeer are the ones who have fucking antlers in the winter not men men's antlers fucking fall off every year so donner <laughs> is technically a woman and the mom in this story is technically a man so fuck that burn the patriarchy down that shit is bullshit 
Women are just as capable as men. I don't want to hear this shit. But no, um, like like you were saying, things change, you know, every generation. Like, oh, that's kind of wild. Uh, when I, like, Christmas Story, when I see that movie, I was like, man, times were so different back in the we day. We still need to watch that, by the yeah. way. Um, that always gets me. I was like, man, like, life was so different back in the day and just how things worked. But I'm like, I mean, that's what happens. Like, people, things change. The world changes slightly every, you know, 30, 40 years, so... It's very understandable. Yeah. So this has been our recap of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This movie is only an hour long, or less than an hour long. If you find it on TV, it's going to be an hour. But if you have it or feel like renting it on like Amazon or whatever, it's only going to take up 47 minutes of your time. Yeah, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. It is very old looking. Like you can tell right from the beginning, you can tell that it's pretty old. There's like those lines on the screen, like the pop lines. Oh, yeah. Cause <laughs> At it's, the very beginning, hell, it is like, old. It, yeah. it is almost 60 years old at this point. It's 55 years old. So it is aged, but after a few minutes of like noticing that it's old, you kind of just get into the story and completely forget that it's old because yeah. i stopped like i noticed right at the beginning that it was aged and then as the story went along i stopped noticing all the weird like age marks of the film yeah. and was just focused on what was happening yeah it, it kind of yeah it goes away visually yeah it goes away pretty quick you it. don't you don't really recognize that it's super old but this is definitely family friendly you should definitely watch this with your kids if you would like to have strong opinions like we do probably don't share those with your kids so much like yeah, kids, kids aren't gonna see it. They'll just be yeah. Like, kids oh, are gonna see this. This is a cute story. Those other reindeer, they're being silly. They're like, yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe silly. talk to your kids about how it's not nice to treat their friends like that or to treat other people like that. This is a good life lesson for them at that moment. Oh yeah. Like we don't treat people mean like that. That is not a nice thing to do. But other than that, you don't need to bring up a ton of stuff. I mean, if you want to bring up the patriarchy and how women can <laughs> do whatever they can do, good on you. Go ahead. The kid's playing with, like, Legos. You're like, okay, this is the patriarchy. This is the patriarchy. Like, and okay. women, teach your daughters, women can do everything a man can. It's like, okay, can I go back to Legos? <laughs> can I go back to my Legos, Mom? No, you're going to learn about the patriarchy right now. <laughs> In this animated special. So, we watch it every year for sure. It is a Christmas classic that you should definitely watch. And yeah, thank you for joining us on this podcast adventure. As always, you can tweet at us at Allentown Pod. You can email us at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. And you can listen to us anywhere that podcast can be found. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. See you guys. Bye.